Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, hi. Let's talk about clones. Let's talk about it. Not the attack of them, though, because that's not a good movie. I mean, this isn't our Star Wars podcast, which we do not have at all. No, we don't. I don't think I've ever seen that movie in full. It's probably for the best. I've seen parts of it on the way back from, like, a junior high tennis match. I don't like sand. Apparently, they don't like sand in that movie. Just Anakin. Anyway, it's a bad movie, and thanks, George Lucas. We're not going to talk about Star Wars today. No, we're going to talk about we're clones, talk though. about clones. Not like the, the things where, like, oh, I've cloned myself, and here's my, my buddy who looks just like me. It's oh, me. It's me and me. Somebody clone me, please. <laughs> that way one of me can take a nap forever, <laughs> and the other one can actually go and do productive stuff until it revolts because the other one's napping all the time. <laughs> it's like, why is my body like this? Help. Yeah. But yeah, that's going to be a theme for today's episode, specifically cool. with what our game is that we're going to talk about today. It's a clone. It's a clone. <laughs> Here on this clone of a podcast, the seasonal anime checkup OVA, which actually isn't that far off. This is episode <laughs> number 57. I'm Jared, joined as always by the celebratory birthday person, Al. Yay, I turned 30. Well, not today, but... Well, tomorrow, but this week. Um, we're recording on Tuesday. My birthday is on Wednesday. This you can't will go spoil the magic. Sorry. The magic of pre-recording. <laughs> My birthday would have been Wednesday of this week, you guys. You were listening on Saturday. I turned 30. I successfully made it around this earth 30 times somehow. Yeah, me. Good job. We're You're all proud next. of you. I am. Well, soon. Soon. Well, you're still next because this it's is true. <laughs> me and you and so by process of elimination. The numbers don't lie. It's true. They don't. But yes, here. Hi. Hello. We are on this podcast where we talk about conversations about video games, anime, manga. Mm-hmm. We're here to talk to you about a video game that is... Perhaps very blatantly. <laughs> it's not even perhaps. It's very blatant. A link to the past clone. Yep. We're going to talk to you about a game that was released at the very last week of 2017 for the Switch. But also had apparently been out for like since March on PC. Yep. But no one was talking about it, I guess. Shrug guess not. Uh, we're here to talk to you about Blossom Tales of the Sleeping King. It's a video game. It is a video game. And um, I can never remember the name of it. I just call it Blossom, <laughs> which is like that really bad 80s sitcom. There was an 80s sitcom, sitcom called Blossom? Maybe it was 90s, but yeah. It's before my time. 1990 and 1995. Sorry. Yeah, I I probably wasn't that hip to be watching cool early 90s sitcoms <laughs> at that point, so. <laughs> but I just call it Blossom because I can't remember the full title of it. Um, I also keep wanting to call it Blossom Fables as opposed to Tales. <laughs> Where are you getting fables from? I don't know, but I can never remember the title except for Sleeping King's pretty easy because it's part of the story. Three quarters of the game, that king is sleeping his butt off. 
I'm so jealous. <laughs> you need to, you need to let your brother turn bad and let him get like a sleeping spell, so he just knocks you out for a good while. I mean, let you sleep. Ideal, except for the whole like evil brother thing. That's true. Yeah. So, but this game is literally just linked to the past. <laughs> it very much is like. I mean, you start the game by waking up in in your house and in going the to the castle. Same, it's the exact same design of house too. Like right. the beds in the same place. There's three pots next to the bed. Like it is the same house. You go to the castle. Your first dungeon is in the basement of the yep. castle. Like it is literally just copy paste put in like a different protagonist. It's it's crazy. And when I first woke up and got out of my bed and, and the game, I was hanging out with my brother. I'm like, so um, you think that the castle is going to be in the same place as it is in Link to the Past? <laughs> like, it can't possibly be. That would be such a... Uh, it's not exactly, but it's close. It's pretty close. Like, I mean, obviously, this isn't necessarily like a one-to-one recreation of Link to the Past because like, this is a much shorter game. Correct. There's only four main dungeons. There's no like dark world equivalent, and like the map. It's basically like if you just went through the light world part of true, yeah. Link's past and then had a final boss. And the map's like a, is much smaller than Link to the Past was. So correct. There's that. Also, I guess like the one like key difference I would say is that like the game is being told through a story. Yeah. It's basically like um. Grandpa telling the story to Chris and Lily. It's like the uh, the Princess Bride. Princess Bride and I also brought up um, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. So you get like yeah, like you said, like this Grandpa like telling the story to like his grandkids while they're sitting by the fire, mm. and like you'll see her this like narrative, like he's basically telling the narrative, and like they'll pop up every now and then throughout the story of like oh when like. When you get to like a boss, or you went, you get to like a new area. They'll be like, "Oh, here's this like I'm gonna tell you about this area and what's happening." And the kids will be like, "Whoa!" Although one of the most creative things that it does is that every once in a while in the story, the kids will start arguing over like what is attacking you. Yeah, and you get to choose which thing is attacking you. And it's like, oh, that's pretty neat. But yeah. it's it's a story. Um, and then like at one point, you go into an area and. And he's like, and Lily was surprised to find in the circle of trees. And then he's like building up and then they're like, a candy house. Yep. And then it just pops in. You're like, like well, right, okay, well, it's a candy house. <laughs> just random candy house by the swamp area. I mean, also, like, if you if you want to know, hey, they're very much paying homage to, to Link to the Past. The grandpa is like, what if I told you the story about the young elf from the land of... Hu- and they're like, no, we've heard that one way too many times. Let's hear a new one. Yep. Also, there's like a there's a nice like shovel knight reference in that game as well. Where I think like, I like you get the shovel, and I think one of the kids is like, huh, a knight with a shovel. That's funny. I've heard that before. <laughs> and the grandpa's like, What? I don't I don't get it. Nice. What's that mean? <laughs> nice. Actually, I I, th- I found like the, the writing for like that kind of stuff. Like it was actually it was alright. Like it was pretty it was yeah. clever in some spots, so like I think if you didn't have that and this was just like the game itself, like it would have been really the boring. charm of it would be gone, obviously, because like it would just it would literally just be a link to the past clone. Yeah, but without like the link to the past charm. Yeah, exactly. 
but this gives it a little bit of a twist that makes it fun. So I like I like the fact that it was a story. Um, it, it gave it a little bit of extra oomph that it needed for me to keep playing it. Yeah, I would uh, I would agree with you there. Also, it's it very much seems to be the thing of like, oh, Nintendo's never going to let you play as like a girl in Legend of Zelda games. What if we just do it ourselves? <laughs> yeah, which is cool. Like. The funny part, though, is that she kind of looks like a grandma, <laughs> like her sprite. She looks like a middle-aged grandma in a moo-moo. She's very scrunched up. She is. Which, I mean, like, all the characters are, like, that way, but her in particular is, like, whoop. got that nice hair as well. The 80s <sighs> hair. <laughs> all, it's weird, like, all the sprites are, like, you know, tiny size, like you would expect from, like, from, like, the past and all that sort of stuff, but, like... The king and then, like, his brother are, like, just huge. Yeah. No, they're massive. I didn't understand that at all. But essentially, like, hey, if you've played Link to the Past, you will definitely get, like, the beats of this game. Because, like, hey, you're going around getting new items. Like, you'll get bombs and a bow and arrow and a boomerang and certain little spells. And there's even a sword that shoots beams. I know. Who would have thought that? Wow. I mean, I, I guess I kind of like, like them kind of keeping that away until like the end game yeah which i thought was kind of funny I, I was expecting though for you to be like oh here's your master sword equivalent or something like that but that surprisingly they never happened literally even have pegasus boots in there that's true yeah yeah like you'll get pegasus boots i was like oh my god that is that's very length of the past of you and you don't like change your outfit or anything like that so there are, there's some like some missing things, but that's probably just in terms of like, hey, there's only four dungeons compared to like the thirty and Link to the Past. There's not thirty, I know, but <laughs> bear with me. But also like the team of this was tiny, tiny, tiny. Yeah, so. like I I I tried to keep a count through like when I was watching the credits, and I was like, there was le- I mean, there's probably some repeats in there, but like there was less than thirty names in the in the entire credit. So, and a lot of them were like localization for other languages yeah. like French. German and things like that. It's a very, very small team, so... Yeah. So I can understand why they wouldn't have outfit changes. Yeah. But still, like... Which... Which? I was gonna say her official artwork looks nothing like her sprite, but I guess Link... (laughs) His sprite in Link to the Past had pink hair, so... And, I mean, yeah. It's not like he looked, like, big and buff and bulky like... His official art stuff. I mean, he didn't look big and both and bulky, but he looked, he he looked more look human-like than <laughs> than his like his sprite looked. <laughs> here comes Buff Link. He's here to save the princess. <laughs> what world has Link ever been buff? Like he's muscular, but he's like lean and lanky in certain instances. I even, mean, but I mean, you don't know this, but like that original GameCube uh, uh, de- test demo that they they showed before Wind Waker, that was going to mm. be Buff Link. Ah, well, they did at one point have uh, like Macho Man Girl Link, but he got cut. I want now. I'm just picturing Link crossed with Macho Man Randy Savage, and oh my God. that's an interesting thing. <laughs> He's trying to sell you Slim Jim. He just goes up to Zelda like, "Oh yeah, Macho <laughs> Man Link's here. Dig it!" <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> And also, he just—he doesn't carry any weapons. He just carries a bunch of Slim Sims and throws them at people. Why aren't we making this game? That's a great question. Because <laughs> Slim Jims would sue the hell out of us. I mean, we could call him, like, Slim James or something. I don't know. Snappers. Skinny James. 
skinny James. <laughs> God. <laughs> you thought you thought the Skyrim uh, Macho Man Dragon mods were something. Well, wait till you get the Zelda <laughs> Macho Man mod. Oh man. Oh, so our protagonist is Lily, but not the Lily from the story. There's two I mean, Lilies. The but Lily. there's... Yeah, there's two Lilies. There's Lily and then Even though they're Lily. the same sprite. They do. That's weird. <laughs> Shrug shoulders. But, but yeah, like, I mean, it's fun. Yeah, totally. I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, it, it has a lot of nice nods and slash copy paste from Link to the Past. And I appreciate it since it's one of my favorite Zelda games and one of my favorite games of all time. So I was like, yeah. I, I mean, you sent me the trailer and you're like, hey, you'd probably like this. And I bought it immediately. <laughs> I, Literally yeah. I was watching Giant Bomb's like quick look of it and they were just like, Yeah, this is basically linked to the past. I was like, Okay, well let me find a trailer for this and send this to Al. <laughs> She'll enjoy that. I mean, like as someone who like recently played through Link to the Past last year mm-hmm. and like I didn't get super like into like the exploration of that game because I kinda just like mainlined through mainlined through it with your help. Like mm-hmm. It really made me kind of understand, like, why people, like, enjoyed the exploration in, like, that game and, like, the original Legend of Zelda. Because, like, there was just so much stuff to, like, you could go find and, like, little little secrets, little caves, little puzzles here and there. That I was like, okay, yeah, like, I, I completely understand why, if you didn't just mainline through those games, why you could just, like, lose hours upon hours in those worlds just, like, looking through every little crevice and under every little bush to try and find some like new secret or something. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's legit that that's how I played it when I was a kid was just like looking around for everything. And that's how I play most Zelda games is just looking for everything. But, right. um, this recreated a lot of that, but it did some things really, really poorly, which was upsetting. Um, one of them was that a lot of the puzzles are bad. They're, they're not, for the most part, they're not difficult. They're not difficult, but like, like there's only like the, like two I had to look up. One was like just I was like, uh, the other one was just like I don't. Where's the solution to this? Help. Well, that's the thing is that the one that I texted you about that, like, there was no indication in the room of like where these things corresponded to. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I see that the solutions on the wall, but where did they go? Right. And so that's kind of annoying and not something that Link to the Past did. Or the other one where it was like there was no indication. There was nothing. Yeah. Supposedly like, it's like somewhere else and I was like, what? Why that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so that was annoying. And the other issue that I had, which I talked about, is that um, if you get anywhere near an edge, she's like, oh, you mean you want to fall off the edge? I'm going to die now. Or if like there's the the kind of tile puzzles where you have to make every tile change colors, but then like not double up on anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, if you press the wrong button just a little bit or get somewhat close to it, it resets the entire damn thing. And I'm like, gah, I don't want to have to redo that. See for me, like I never had the problem where like she would easily like go over ledges and stuff. Like I, I constantly had to be like, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then she would like jump. No, I mean like ledges, like um, like think about the the, the disappearing block puzzle areas mm-hmm. that like if you're trying to make a precise turn on okay, those, yeah. she's just like, well, all I right, I'm just mean. gonna 
walk off the edge now. I'm like, no, like, no. Because there was that one, like, at the very end of the game where, like, it had, it was a disappearing block puzzle, but then it also had, like, the, like, the, the floors where it would show you and throw you in like an opposite direction. And like, yep. if you, if you came at that, like at an angle, you just would not get on it. It would just be like bop off and you're, you're dead. Yeah. It was really, really yeah. not good. And so I feel like that was a misstep on their part. And that like some of the gameplay mechanics were a little not good. Um, because I didn't have that issue ever with Link. Like, if I told him to go in one direction, he would go there, and he wouldn't try and fall off I mean, edges. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, that's comparing, like, Nintendo and their their craftsmanship to, like, a handful of people who are making, like, you know, like, one of their first, potentially one of their first games, or, like, it's one of their first, like, commercially big games, so... Right, right. But, I mean, it was also Nintendo in 1992, 91, 92. That's, so, that's I mean, Nintendo with, like, what... 10 years of experience making games now. Sure. But you're, but you're not wrong. Like there was like a little bit like finickiness to like the movement where like, I would agree like if specifically for those, like um, those light up tile puzzles where like yep. I, for me specifically, like I tried to alleviate that by going from like the, the analog stick to the D pad for those. And I felt uh. like that gave me a little bit, a little bit more tighter control that I was like looking for because like the analog you would just like kind of go all over the place with the d-pad though you'd be like kind of forced into like the four directional movement yeah so it gave me a little bit more precise movement for those specifically and I think that definitely is like probably one of the reasons why I, I didn't have as much problems with those compared to you oh it was infuriating at certain points because it happened multiple times that I would get to like the very last section of one of those tile puzzles and then like I would somehow hit one of the other ones and reset the whole thing I'm like what yeah, I don't think I ever ran into that, so yeah, I probably happened. should have like, hey, the deep tide gives you more control, buddy. <sighs> <sighs> That's on me. <laughs> I mean, it happened at least four times, probably more than that, but I can remember at least four that I was infuriated. Did it also like did it did it um did it occur to you when you were doing the the sliding block puzzles where you had to like line them up? into a specific spot and then the outer edge would be lined up with like the the out of bounds area what do you mean like where it would like you would knock yourself into those and reset everything or was it just the the light up puzzle it was mostly the light up puzzle and then like the disappearing block areas (laughs) that i had issues with I, i didn't really have any issues with any of the other like puzzles or controls or whatever gotcha she just got squirrely. <laughs> she was out of control. Mm-hmm. But like, I yeah, I can, I can agree with you on that because because specifically with that last like disappearing block puzzle with those Ugh. maneuvering floors, it was like there was times where like I like to get through that I had to use the analog stick because like the D pad just was not precise enough for me, which is weird. After I was just saying, hey, it's more precise, but like yeah. it wasn't, it just wasn't like fast enough for me. But there was times where like I would try and like get onto the platform that was moving in the opposite direction and then move back to like try and make myself like move around it and it, it would just like go the complete opposite direction and I would just fly off and I was like what that is not what I was intending to do there oh Ugh. also worth noting I just realized that I am wearing a link to the past t-shirt today what a shocker I know I just <laughs> think it's funny I looked down and I was like wait a minute so that's appropriate breaking news 
Al likes Link to the Past. That's true. I do kind of like it. <laughs> Any more Link to the Past merch? I'm surprised you don't have all of it. Eh. I'll have to look into it. But I will say, like, there was a lot of this game that I actually, I did enjoy. Like, I liked a lot of, like, the dungeon design in the game. Yeah. Like, I thought they were all pretty, like, well mapped out and and thought out in terms of, like, getting getting you from the beginning to the mid-boss, mid-boss to the final boss, all that sort of stuff. The areas around each dungeon were pretty cool. I liked the music for, for all of them. They were, mm-hmm. all, they were all, like, different music and just the music was... It really matched the place of like where you're at. So like if you're in like the the spooky tree area or the snow area or the the final castle or the swamp, like each music was very thematic for that area and made although, it Although it made it what? Oh go ahead, sorry. I was gonna say although um the Gollum's Hollow or whatever it was called, mm-hmm. um, the first few notes of that Note for note, are Zelda's lullaby. <laughs> and then kidding. like, no, it goes do, 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 do. And then it like does a different note after that. And I was like, oh my God, guys. <laughs> it was insane. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Well, I did not realize that. Yep. Yep. That's, that's a thing. That is indeed a thing. Also, I, there was um, I like the side quests in the game too. Oh yeah, they were fun. Like, um, basically, there's there's one for each area. Where it's like, oh hey, go grab this new item, new collectible item. Give me twenty of them, all that sort of stuff. Or it's like, I I, the weird one is like the I like the post office mission like the most because it was just fun to like, hey, I got this letter. Go send it off to this person. All right, go to this person in this area. Go to this person in this area. And it like it I'm definitely sad is like, fired. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good way to get yourself like acquainted with like where things are on the map, where different people could be, where like a bunch of the villages are, and it's a it's a great like just learning tool for like for it being just a side quest, and it gives a yep. good reward too once you feed it. It does, and I got like the upgraded bow and the upgraded bombs and mm-hmm. um like all the the different quests where it's like hey i need 20 of this unique item that you get from this area like that that was and then um i like the the side quest with the archaeologist that kept popping up yeah that he's like hey i need your help with this thing can you help me out and you're like yeah sure archaeologist let's do this i'm gonna go dig up a bunch of bodies you want to help me from (laughs) not getting eaten by zombies okay (laughs) and gives you a ton of money for it yep heck yeah it was weird though, but like, cause by the end of the game, I had like well over two thousand gold, and the game just kept spitting out gold to me. And I was like, I'm pretty sure this is the end of the game. I don't know exactly why I need this much gold still, <laughs> cause I don't think there's much else I need to buy or 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 that I like want to buy. Yeah, I mean, I was going back and getting like the energy bar and heart pieces and stuff from uh, from shops. I mean, yeah, like, but I, I think I'd already, like, gotten most of those, so. Oh, okay. Uh, which, it is worth mentioning that um, to use objects, they use the same kind of system as A Link Between Worlds, where you have, like, a energy bar. Which I think is smart. It is smart. Um, I, I like it much better than having, like, you have so many arrows or so many yeah, bombs. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Like, I was really happy that they kind of just like, oh, you got the bow and arrow? 
you got the bow and arrow. You don't need to go find arrows for it. You don't. It was kind of disappointing because like there's an enemy in the uh, the wintry area that shoots ice arrows at you. So I was like, oh, probably I'm gonna get like ice arrows at some point. No. No, it was really cool though. Those ice arrows, yeah. I liked them. But yeah, like I just mean, didn't not... like them when they were being shot at me. <laughs> True. But I liked them. But not having to worry about like ammo in terms of like, oh, I need, I need, to, I need to make sure I have this many arrows, especially because I have a triple shot. Or like, mm-hmm. oh man, I'm running out of bombs. This is not good. Just having just knowing that like, okay, I can throw as many of these as I have, and just as long as I have so much like stamina or magic or whatever you want to call it, like I'm good. That's all you need. It except, was it was cool. I liked it. Except for like the the final spell you get, like the lightning spell. I don't think yeah. I had enough magic to use that. <laughs> I did. It just drained real quick. So yeah, um, that's what I figured. Like I, I could use it like twice, and then I couldn't use it anymore. And I was like, ah, oh, dang it. I just stuck with the fire one because it was like you could use it twice, and it was good for like uh, crowd management. Mm-hmm. It was. Um, I I stuck with the lightning for a little bit, and then I was like, now nah, I'm going back to fire. Good old fire. Sometimes you just got to be a pyro. <laughs> Sometimes. Hmm maybe like one little criticism is like the boss fights could be like could potentially be like very long yeah in ways that like you know like link to the past and games of that ilk aren't so it's like constantly being like okay i keep hitting this thing am i really doing damage to this or is like nothing really happening because there's quite a few i think that like there really wasn't a good like indicator of like okay you're progressively doing damage to it you know you're mm-hmm. this far to beating it and so on and so forth to where it's just like i'm just gonna keep slashing at this thing i guess i don't know they had a ton of health for no reason. Yeah. It was really kind of infuriating at certain points because I'm like, I've been at this for like 10 minutes just slashing you and you're still not dead. What the heck? And they weren't like, they were hard. Yeah, hard or tough or anything. It was just like they had a lot of health. Exactly. I, I feel like they could have had like half the health that they had and it still would have been like a challenge, but like it wouldn't get to the point where I'm like, all right, what the heck? Like, am I actually hurting this guy at all? Like, I would have thought that, like, for the final boss, like, that would make sense. <laughs> Even though, like, that seemed to be, like, almost the easiest boss fight. The easiest boss fight, yeah. Because it was like, oh, this is pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, the the final boss was actually by far the easiest out of all the bosses and mini-bosses. Just getting close, use fire a couple times, slash, 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 avoid some attacks, slash up some, some bats, avoid a laser, avoid some electricity, rinse, repeat, and then it's like, oh, it's over. Okay, well, I'm yeah. done. It, it was it was a cakewalk. Um, whereas, like, the uh, people who are familiar with Link to the Past will remember the worms in the desert um, temple. Ugh. And they had one of those guys that would, like, jump in and out of the, the sand and attack you. And, like, that guy took forever really? to kill. Yeah, he just would not die. I just threw bombs at him. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you could catch, you could throw bombs him. and catch him in the midair. Oh, okay. So, like, I tried that once. I was like, oh, okay, this is my strategy. Just chuck bombs. <laughs> yeah, I was just slashing at him, and it just took ages to kill him and like i wasn't taking damage it mm-hmm. was just he wouldn't die i think i tried doing and the slash thing but it was like for some it, like it wouldn't hit him in midair so i was like well this isn't working so i gotta find something else and luckily bombs were the the way to go yeah and i mean like those guys did not take as much work to defeat in link to the past like you'd hit him like 
three or four times and they would go down. Right. But this guy's like, all right, well, I've been at this for a long time and you're still not dead. It's a very tough worm. Super strong. Super buff. <laughs> buff worm. He's uh, He's been eating a lot of uh, skinny James. <laughs> oh... But yeah, like we like we said, this isn't a long game. No, I mean it's about like ten hours, I would say. If that, I think I put about ten in, but it, it says fifteen plus hours on the Nintendo website. I would not. Unless you're I mean, like going for a hundred percent, maybe. Right. We neither of us a hundred percent at it, but. So there's like a couple um, things we don't have, but because I think we we both had a couple like inventory slots still open, so like there's potentially yeah. some like other stuff out there that we could have got, but. We just beat the game yesterday, so we haven't necessarily gone back and went for that. But but it is cool that like the game's like, hey, you know, you get credits and all this stuff. You beat the main story, but you know, you can go back in from your save and go and look for the secrets you didn't find. So it gives you like a little bit of like new game plus, technically, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Which I think is cool because you know, most games of that ilk would just be like, okay, well, start time to start over again. Or, I mean, that's what Zelda does. Right, or, or just be like, here, we're going to load you right in at, like, your last save before yeah. you beat the game. I mean, that's what Zelda does is... Yeah. Here's your last save. Or, like, right before the final boss, they'll put you there. But this gives you a new item, and then you just get to go and try and find other sequels, which, which the new item is very, I think, useful, because it just lets you become, like, an instant teleport spot. Really? Yeah, so like if you're out in the world somewhere and there's no teleport spot ne- near you, you just equip that ring and you can just teleport anywhere. That's well, not amazing. anywhere, but like any of like the teleport spots that you've already unlocked. Right. But yeah, like that's that's real good. I wish I had had that in the game. Yeah, it kind of sucks that like it's the in-game unlock, but it's a pretty good item to have. Yeah, no kidding. That's so exciting. God. <laughs> I'm mad I didn't have that. I know. So maybe at some point we'll go back and try and find the rest of the things we didn't get. Because you had like three squirrels left. I had like four that I didn't find. Yeah, I was missing three. And like, I would assume that gives you something relevant. I would assume. that's a big collectible throughout the entirety of the game. Which it can't kind of, just be like a heart piece. Right. That would be really, really anticlimactic. And just the fact that like, oh, there's a couple of inventory spots open and you just don't do anything with them. That'd yeah. be weird. Mm-hmm. I guess there'd be more heart pieces to find because I don't mean I don't know how many it goes up to. I'd assume it'd be like the full, like like, tw- like twenty. The yeah. yeah, I had I think fifteen when I ended it. I think I did as well, which means there's a lot more out there that I'm apparently missing. Which is like, hmm. Yeah, I don't know where they could be. Unless it just does the Breath of the Wild thing, where it just doesn't fill up the last line. Oh, that's annoying. <laughs> and of course, there's like other like magic or stamina upgrades as well that you can yep. go find. There's something I was going to mention. I don't remember what it was. That's not good. It's not. Brain fart. You get to summon bees? You do get to summon bees. It's like Job. <laughs> Beads? Bees. <laughs> bees? <laughs> I only did that once. It was like, okay, what does it do? Oh, I have bee friends. Okay, cool. Yeah, I only summoned the bees once. I never took them into battle. I never took my battle bees in with me. 
I didn't either. I didn't really know of an appropriate place to take my bees. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the last dungeon, like the the enemies are just be like, "What do you have bees with you?" <laughs> Slash, you're, they're dead. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, I'd be super dead bees like immediately because they were all just like overpowered monsters in there. Poor bees. Oh, the bees. They the tried. Bees. What was I going to say? I don't know. What were you going to say? That you want to be the sleeping king? I do want to be the sleeping king. I mean, the story is pretty generic, but... Um, it's, oh. it's your typical fantasy type fare. Yeah, it works. I did what? like when you when you get like all the ingredients and like the wizard brothers like marching on the king on the kingdom mm-hmm. and it's got his like orc army and like the knights are holding it off and like the king wakes up and just uses his power and just obliterates everyone. I was like, all right, yeah, that's cool. I'm into yeah, that this. Yeah, awesome. I was like, all right, so the king is super powerful and why didn't he? Um, why has this been an issue? Because <laughs> he was asleep. I know, but like, couldn't he have gone to fight the final boss? He was asleep. He was still tired. Not, he was waking up not, still. Okay, I was like, he just obliterated literally everything. Come on. Also, like, I guess, like after he's like, I don't know. Here's this power that's been in like the the royal kingdom family line for generations. You get to have it. Sure, cool. There's also a plot point that I noticed that was never brought up for any reason. Right. Except for the very beginning, and it really annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Like I kept thinking it would be brought up, and kept thinking it'd be brought up, and kept thinking it'd be brought up, and it never was. But there's like a journal in your house in the very beginning that's talking about like how you're being raised and like how they never wanted you to become a knight. And so they're like, keep Lily from being a knight of the ruse. And it's like, why would they want her to keep from being a, but then like the entire story, they're like, yeah, you're the knight. You can do this. There's no negatives about this at all. I mean, the only negative is like, they're like, who's this recruit? Who's this newbie? Yeah. But like, it makes it seem like there was some detrimental reason why she shouldn't have become a knight, yeah, and there really wasn't. Like, it didn't make sense why that was there. Throwaway text. Yeah, it was It was weird. Like, I kept reading all the books in there, hoping that something would come up, but... All the other books were but, just, like, random. Like, just, they would tie to whoever, like, house you were in or something like that. Yeah, like, I am studying brains. Like, okay, cool. Here's how to Good. make butterfly cupcakes. Oh, they were nasty. <laughs> she had gross stuff in there. Don't eat her cupcakes. Even though she's got a candy house. She does have a candy house. Don't trust her cupcakes. No. She puts dirt in them. <laughs> also, they're butterfly cupcakes. Yeah, that too. Keyword in there is the name. <laughs> <laughs> also, I never figured out why souls were soda cans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else made sense. It was like mushrooms, okay. Uh, honeycombs, okay. Brains, okay. Skulls, okay. S- spirit soda cans. What? It's so like I need souls. I'm like, what do souls look like? And then I realized they were the soda cans. I'm like, <laughs> it's like oh, what? Okay. Sure. Crap! 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 Crack open a nice ice cold spirit. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe they're just soda cans full of like booze and she means spirits and like maybe maybe those ghosts are just all drunk <laughs> getting drunk 
<laughs> there was also the weird uh, ending thing. Yeah, that didn't that didn't really stick for me. Where like the grandpa finishes telling his story and falls asleep, the kids go away, and then the the boy comes back and like the shield just like glistens. Yeah. For and it's like he's like, eh, eh, all right, whatever. And it's not the shield that you have throughout the game. No. You've never seen this shield before. It's no. Cutscenes, and like, I I think they're trying to indicate that it was a true story, but like, it's none of the characters involved. Like, it's not Grandpa. Grandpa is not Lily. Lily's and not Lily. Of, Lily's not Lily. Chris is not Lily. That shield is not Lily's. Yeah. So it was kind of like a weird ending. Yeah. I felt like it would have been better without that. I agree. To be quite honest. Like, I'd rather it just end with, like, all right, everybody saved, yay, than, like, but what if it was a true story? Weak. With, like, the sh- shield that didn't make any sense. Like, I'd get it if it was actually Lily's shield, but it was, like, a random shield that we've never seen at all. Because her shield in the game is blue, and this one's, like, red. It's blue. Yeah. Ah, shrug shoulders. Shrug shoulders for that one. I think, actually, there's a good question to come out of this. All right. You know, as people who have played Link to the Past, we understand, like, what it's going for thematically and just, like, its inspirations and where it's taking from. And, you know, understand that we can like this game even though it's pretty much very, 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 very similar to this other game. Heavily inspired by. Yes. How do you think people coming to this for the first time without, like, you know, perhaps knowledge of Link to the Past, which that sounds kind of crazy, but that's potentially true, or have not played it, but know exactly what Link to the Past is, do you think they would enjoy this game? Or would a lot of, like, the charm and nostalgia and just, like, the the Link to the Past hooks, like, just not necessarily get to them? I mean... I think you are a better example of this than I would be. Hello. Because I've been with Link to the Past since it came out, and you just came to it last year, so you don't have as much of that, like, nostalgia hit from it. I mean, I've... I mean, last year wasn't my first experience with Link to the Past. It was the first time you beat it. It was the first time I beat it, but, like, I played that game, you know, like, ten years ago, so... Okay. I had some experience with it, but, like, not necessarily the experience that you have with it. And, like I said, I hadn't beat it until last year. Um, I mean, honestly, if somebody said, like, should I play this or Link to the Past, I'd say Link to the Past. But I think it could be enjoyable. Um, I don't know. I think if you gave it to, like, a 10-year-old today, they'd be kind of bored by it. Eh. I mean, it's short enough to where, like, I think they could get some enjoyment out of it, but... That's true. I think, I mean, I think part of the charm is, like, hey, if you... You've played Link to the Past, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know what we're going for here. Here's well, something I mean, similar. Like, you said their Twitter bio is basically like, we make games updated from our childhood. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So like, They're heavily, they're heavily inspired by like games they liked as kids. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's a hard question to answer because neither of us really fit into that camp, but... I mean, I think that it would be fun for people. I just don't know that it would be, like... I don't know. It's like giving somebody an RC Cola instead of giving them a Coke. What if they like RC Cola? 
Nobody likes RC Cola. Nobody. <laughs> We're going to get so much RC Cola hate mail now. It's it's terrible. <laughs> but I think I can understand what you're getting at. It's like, if they've never played Link to the Past, like, they should, it would, it would make more sense for them to go play that instead of this. Yeah. But at the same time, if, like, you're saying, like, hey, you know, I got a Switch and I want to play a kind of open world adventure game mm-hmm. go buy breath of the wild <laughs> when you're done with that though like hey maybe <laughs> maybe you would enjoy this as well potentially yeah i could i could buy that or hey you know length of the past isn't on the switch we got this game it's similar very similar <laughs> i think there is like there is it would be enjoyable or at least I think people could find like ways to like it. I just don't mm-hmm. think people would like it in the same ways that like we would like it. Like I don't think they would get yeah. the full enjoyment out of it. Is the thing I agree with you on that. They they wouldn't have like the nostalgia beats. They wouldn't get like oh those are the Pegasus boots. They wouldn't get that kind of like the references essentially. Which is like the double edged sword to going into this, like into full nostalgia for games like this. It was like, you know, you're going to get sales from people who are like, oh, I like this game and you're doing pretty much the same thing as that. Okay, sure. I will buy into that. Me? Yes, exactly. So you'll find, you'll have an audience from that, but, you know, finding a new audience for your game that is heavily inspired by this other thing and that they potentially may not have played or know about, like, that's, that's, a, that's a much harder sale, sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot harder. You live and die with the nostalgia sword. Though at the same time, I think, like, this is a good proof of concept for, like, hey, if these people wanted to go off and make, like, you know, necessarily their own original thing that's not necessarily heavily influenced by X game. I think they could do it. They could easily do it. Like, this is a great, like, just like, hey, you know, we made this thing, you know, it's very inspired by this other thing, but, you know, we can do mechanics, we can do our own original story in terms of, like, in terms of that same style, like you, they could easily, I think, pull off something that's their own thing, mm-hmm. and be pretty successful with it. So, yeah, I think so. So that's like that's a that's a cool thing to have, like you know, open in the future. Like, hey, hopefully these guys, these guys and gals, do something that's something, you know, maybe they'll do something else that's influenced by another game from their from their childhood or all childhood, because it's probably overlaps. Considering their Twitter bio basically does say that, but also yep. like, hey, if they do something original, like I would. I would be interested to see what that is. I would too. So there you go. Blossom. This game's going to blossom into something new. Oh my god. Uh, Oh my god. You can steal that for a tagline. I'll let you have it. Just credit me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. So anyways, if you are interested in this video game, I believe it's 15 bucks. Yep, fourteen ninety nine on Steam, and it's exclusive to the Switch. So you, those are the only two places you can find it. Kind of a bummer that it came out so late in the year, though. Like, it basically disqualifies itself from like any sort of like year end wrap up of like, oh hey, here's some games from twenty seventeen that you should play. When yeah. that's the zeitgeist like, of talking about that, but you know, it kind of does like kind of push itself into like, hey, here's a game you could play in the new year. Something you may have missed, you know, with everything going on around when this game came out, like around the holidays. And like we said, it's 
it's not something that's going to be super long. So like you could play it in spurts or just marathon through it. And I think you'll have like an enjoyable time. It's just, you know, the enjoyment you'll ha- you'll get out of it is predicated on the amount of nostalgia you have for like link to the past or those types of Zelda games in general. Cause like if you, if you don't like link to the past, like I don't think yeah, you're going to no. like this. No. But if you have that nostalgia, hey, this would be a this is a thing that you should probably check out. If if you haven't, like, you know, maybe play Link to the Past first or pick this up. It's that's your prerogative, not mine. Correct. Correct Mundo. Well, alrighty. Do you want to say anything else before we close the book on this story? <laughs> hey! Oh my God, Jared, you are full of them today. Uh, I got nothing. That's why. Um, that's what waking up at six thirty in the morning does to you. Jesus, <laughs> six thirty shouldn't exist. No. Um. Yeah, I got nothing new. Off like uh, three hours of sleep. We've said like everything that I really wanted to say, except for the thing that I forgot that I was going to say, but I don't know what you're, that was. So. We are going to stop recording, and you're going to be like, "I know what I was going to say." Yep, and then I'll probably put it on Twitter because. I did that last time. Last time I was like, oh, crap, I forgot to say this on the podcast. I'm going to say it on Twitter. It's true. It's very true. Well, (laughs) alrighty. If you would like more from us, go to seasonalamycheckup.com or sac.cool for past episodes of this very podcast. And you can find other podcasts as well, like the Seasonal Amy Checkup, which has a new episode covering the fall 2017 season and previewing the winter 2018 season. And Jared and Al watch Sailor Moon Crystal, where we watch... Sailor Moon Crystal. Yep. We're like midway through season two right now. Thumbs up. Yay. Uh, You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. Like if you want to read about the best games of 2017, that's up there in podcast and text form. Whichever choice we we got, we bring choices to you. (laughs) That's what we do. You can find more from Al at anladium.com where she has columns and reviews on her site as well, like her 2017 best games. I have seven of them. There's the seven best games of the year. You'll find no better <laughs> seven games than that list. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup, where you find all of our greatest tweets ever. The number one source for great tweets on Twitter. According to this very specific metric. You can also support this podcast on Patreon at patreon.com slash SACOVA. If you would like to support us doing this great, fantastic number one podcast in the world, you know, give us a buck. We'll be like, hey, you're real cool. Thumbs up. Yeah, it's true. I'll, I'll do like my snap finger guns at you. <laughs> and you get little perks as well. Like you'll get this episode or and all episodes going, you know, full on in the backlog as well when we started the Patreon, all uncensored, unedited, so you'll get curses and then long extended pauses where I have to edit those out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can help us with suggestions on topics. It's true. Neato Frito. Neato Fritos. Fritos, not, a, not an official sponsor of the Season Lambert Checkup OVA. Yeah, because they're gross. <laughs> uh, next week, we're going to celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> It'll be the day after my birthday. Yay. Yay. My birthday this week, your birthday next week. Yay. Yay. Uh, We're going to talk about an anime slash manga. See. 
No, it's not called C. I know it's not called C. I was saying C as in yes. We. Oui. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about one of my... Day. I don't know what that is. I know. You're just, you're just, you're just mentioning members of BAP at this point. <laughs> no. We're going to talk about like one of my uh, biggest surprises and also best animes of 2016. Uh, we're going to talk about Real Life. Yeah, I'm stoked. Which Al just recently got through. I did. The dub. The dub. So we'll talk about that and the manga as well. All sorts of fun stuff there. So look forward to that. Check it out. And don't wake up at 6.30 in the morning because that's just bad. It's bad news. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. It's bad for you. <laughs>